You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. Uh, My guest today is a very old friend and dear friend of of mine, Nathan Taylor. Uh, Nathan is the the college admissions pastor at First Baptist Church in Starkville. But more important than that, he's been a a good friend and a gospel partner for me and for Lindsay just for decades. And so, Nathan, thanks for being with us today. Glad to be here. So our goal today is to encourage um, our congregation and any other believer who's listening um, in our week of mission. We believe that we scatter every week for God's mission on the earth, and we just want to stay focused for that. We want our lives to count for the glory of Christ. Nathan, a topic that I want to talk to you about today um, is just outreach and evangelism on the college campus. And basically the reason I'm asking for your college experience is because I, I, got to, I got to talk to you for the last couple of years while you've been leading college students in Starkville um, to engage evangelism in a way that blows my mind and that I think a lot of, um, of the church in Mississippi would be surprised to hear that this is happening. I, I want to offer it as a challenge, in fact, um, so that... That, I mean, all believers would say, hey, listen, if, if college students in Starville can begin to grow in this grace and discipline, so can we. Okay, so um, w- can we just dial the clock back a little bit and tell our church family sort of briefly, like, what was happening in Starville when you guys were, um, when you guys were beginning to engage your culture for evangelism? What were you guys doing? I'd say four or five years ago, I had a level of... Um, ministry discontentment okay because and it was all centered around the lack of evangelism and any level of outreach so uh, I would talk to my ministry friends on campus nobody really had any students who were uh, effectively sharing the gospel on campus so um, I'm, I'm a little slow on the uptake sometimes so uh, I just went through me and a couple students uh, committed to every single week hey we're going to pray walk we're just going to walk around campus we're going to pray for uh, opportunities to share we're going to pray for certain groups we're going to pray for uh, different uh, sinful activities just to be demolished um, by the power of the spirit and uh, so did that for a year had a few opportunities to share the gospel and then um, someone who's now a good friend uh, he is a IND missionary in South Asia. They were on their stateside assignment. They stayed in Starville at, uh, at our uh, mission house. And he, he would share the gospel with a, a brick wall. I mean, just uh, very evangelistic. And uh, not that that's biblical at all to share the gospel with a brick wall. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> but just uh, challenged us, did some basic training, and then all of a sudden we just had students who were excited about going to going out on campus and telling people. So, so in a nutshell, if I remember, um, when when your friend was in town for that year, I mean, you, you had him come and teach in the college ministry, yes. and he basically taught you guys mission strategy mm-hmm. and um, healthy mission strategy, why we should share, when we should share, how we should share, and you just, if I remember correctly, you watched that consistent teaching. Changed, I would say, the worldview even sure. of your college students yes. as far as the priority of missions and evangelism. I'd say we had thirty or forty students who really latched onto it, which uh, I'll take that all day. Right. And 
and uh, you're never going to have 100% involvement. But those 30 or 40 students over the course of two years, uh, we tried to, the, the main metric we were looking for is just how many gospel conversations we can have, just how many people can we uh, uh, have a, a good, clear um, discussion with, make sure we, um, we're not just uh, encouraging them and saying Jesus loves you, but we're, we're sharing the gospel and the, the truth of that and answering their questions. But we had about 2,000 gospel shares over that time frame. Wow. How many years? How long was that? That was over two years. So in two years, college students, 2,000 gospel shares in Starkville, Mississippi. That's right. And so, um, and the best best thing is for, I mean, if I would go out an hour at a time, just we'd go out two by two, kind of a, that Luke 10 model. And um, it was always on the front end, it was like Satan was telling me, okay, you're too busy. You really have to go work on that message this weekend. You got to prepare for this. You need to do that. Uh, so there was always this excuse coming or, coming along, even for a seminary-educated minister. Right, a professional happens. holy man. Professional right. holy man. Uh, but I'd go out there, uh, and uh, it was so refreshing and energizing to go out and have these conversations. And uh, just to see the, the light come on with college students and realizing that, uh, quote-unquote, evangelism or sharing the gospel is... Um, it's really not as hard as we make it out to be. Right. Uh, and there are people, uh, most people are willing to have a spiritual conversation uh, if you frame it in the right way. So would you give our folks an example, just, I mean, just very, very basic. Would you give an example of what two college students from First Baptist Starville might say? So if I'm on the, if I'm in the quad or drill field or if I'm at the student union or whatever, and, um, and here comes two First Baptist college students who are looking for opportunities to share the gospel. How do they start that conversation? Like, what 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 could you expect to see? Um, walk up to somebody and just say, hey man, we're just walking around campus today, walking around campus today, praying for people. Is there any way we can pray for you? Nine out of ten people will give you some something. Hey, I've got a chemistry test today, or I've got a crazy girlfriend, or something like that. Sure. And uh, pray for them, just a simple prayer. And then we... Our, our question, I, I know that you and I have talked about what y'all do when y'all do evangelism, but our question was always uh, followed up with that was another question we have is do you feel like you're near to God or far from God? Just a, a real broad, simple question that um, that allows them to to um, to give a, an answer that gives us a, a starting point for a spiritual conversation. And so if a person responds, I'll be honest with you, man, I feel far from God. I don't feel very close to God right now. What's next? Just very simply, hey, there was a time in my life when I was far from God. And do you mind if I just share uh, about two minutes about how I became near to God? Okay. And we used the three circles, uh, gospel presentation, just a simple diagram, and uh, walk through that and... Um, and at the end of that, there's just a point where you essentially ask, um, has there been a time where you said yes to Jesus when you made him the king of your life and you submit to him? Or um, are you um, still living in brokenness and having never uh, never submitted to Jesus? I got you. Okay, and now we all know that you're not going to experience like terrific success in this. In other words, it's not 50% of the people right. who are looking at you saying, please baptize me. Right. I want to follow Jesus. Yep. But you did see some of that. You sure. saw some people give their life to the we Lord. Did. Is that correct? Yeah. We, we saw probably 10 or 12 people uh, accept Christ. Um, that That's a little fuzzy sometimes. Because, I understand. Uh, just that's the way human nature works. Uh, but 
Uh, and again, yes, we're not going to have 50% uh, more than likely uh, right. come to faith. But always talk about you may be putting uh, a stone in their shoe. Just uh, uh, some little annoying thought that they've never thought about. Um, some truth about scripture, truth about Jesus. Or, and that just is a constant drip in the back of their mind until six months later yeah. they hear another witness or mm-hmm. reach out to God and yeah. give their life to God. So um, I know you told me some stories um, that just amazed me, right, of, of college students, you know, leading somebody to Christ in a dorm room and starting a little small discipleship Bible study. Um, am I remember that correctly, that that happened once or, once or twice? It did. Uh, one of the main ones I remember, um, we had a freshman, Walker, who uh, he was out on campus. Um, he and another student, uh, this is the very first time he ever went out um, sharing and uh, led this other freshman to Christ. And just a beautiful picture of discipleship. I mean, it's just straight from the New Testament um, uh, where he uh, he walked with him for the rest of the school year, just uh, learning the basic commands of Christ and um, understanding some basic foundations. Uh, had another student, freshman, Reed, who um, they were walking around campus one day looking for people to talk to. It was just dry as could be. Nobody was out there. And he said, I guess we'll just go back to my dorm. And he saw his RA over in the corner. And he was like, well, we're supposed to be sharing the gospel right and now. There, so there's somebody right there. There's somebody right there. So um, he, uh, he led um, his RA, Matt, to Christ uh, right then and there and uh, had the opportunity to um, nothing like super... Um, um, out of the ordinary, just uh, walk with him on, on a weekly basis throughout the rest of that that semester and that year, just, you know, discipleship relationship. So just to cast a little vision, like, I would love to see the church, like Carterville, First Baptist, Starville, every, I mean, just the, the church with the capital C, all over, like, for believers to feel equipped to have a gospel conversation, and if they led somebody to the Lord, just once a week to be able to sit down with them and share from Scripture, you know, basic discipleship and watch people grow. And I think the church would be surprised and amazed at how refreshing it would be in their faith if they followed the Holy Spirit in this and they had the privilege of leading somebody to Christ, walking them to the baptistry, seeing them baptized, and growing for a year with them in Jesus as they take their first steps. Very New Testament. Like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it looked like in the early church. And I just, man, I can't wait to see that happening yeah. all over the state of Mississippi with the church. Yeah. So. That's, that's a great prayer of mine. Uh, obviously, working with college students, uh, I want them to grasp that and experience that and kind of use uh, Starville and Mississippi, Mississippi State as a lab for that Is that before they go back home to pedal or move out to Southern California or parts in between and uh, and just get a good model of that while they're in college. Well, thanks for sharing with us today, Nathan. Thanks for your ministry. And I would love to encourage our believers. So don't wait for a program or for the next evangelism emphasis. Like, really, just meet with the Lord, call on the Holy Spirit, and begin to ask God to teach you um, how to embark on this journey. Because this doesn't depend on a program that was invented last week or two years ago. I mean, this is Scripture. This is Gospel. This is, this is the New Testament movement of the church. And so allow God to leave you lead you in this, not just when there's an evangelism effort, but all the time uh, until we see this as the reality of the church in the state of Mississippi. So thanks, Nate, for being with us, man. You're welcome.